Cape Talk. A world view from London with Adam Gilchrist. Uh, good morning again, Adam Gilchrist. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the Gaza ceasefire question. Even after the um, United States has voted against a UN resolution calling for a ceasefire and more humanitarian aid to Gaza, now Joe Biden is urging for a pause. Yes, I suppose there's a subtle difference, and it's a rather crucial subtle difference between a pause and a ceasefire, although essentially a, a pause is a ceasefire for a short amount of time, is it not? But what this is about, of course, is about the untold damage being done to civilians and civilian infrastructure in Gaza. Could that place be inhabitable after all this is done? I mean, we've asked the same question in Ukraine, after all and other conflict zones around the world. But Joe Biden certainly, when heckled, admittedly, he was giving a speech and the heckler came up urging him to call for a ceasefire. I think we need a pause, said Joe Biden. Now, Anthony Blinken has gone back to the Middle East today and is having talks, I think, in Jerusalem and beyond. And he has absolutely not talked about a pause or a ceasefire, but has talked about just minimizing civilian casualties. And he talked about specifically seeing a boy and a girl taken out of the rubble and how upsetting and so forth. And and we get that. And I do understand militarily that a ceasefire kind of, if it's one way, hands the advantage to the opposition, to Hamas, to regroup, to hide, to move, to rebuild, whatever. Um, but at the same time, I don't think the world can stand around seeing what's happening and find it acceptable. It's uh, it, it, There's got to be some halfway house and yeah. maybe a pause would do that. Maybe. Definitely. And then uh, to Australia now, Australia's murder by mushroom. A woman has been arrested. Yes. Let me take you off to a small town in Victoria in Australia on the 30th of July. Erin uh, Patterson invited some of her family round for Sunday lunch. Well, technically speaking, it was her ex-husband's family, her ex-husband's parents and auntie-in-law and brother-in-law. Yum! Mushroom Wellington, which actually is really nice, uh, if done well. But, oops, death cap mushrooms ended up inside the pastry. Mm. Now, was it by accident or by design? Three of them died after becoming violently ill, and the brother-in-law was in a very bad way in hospital. I believe he has now recovered and is okay. But here we are, 13 weeks later, after an investigation, police have now charged her with murder. Erin Patterson insists she did not intentionally poison her guests. She said that she bought the mushrooms, that all the mushrooms were not foraged, which is immediately once thought. She said that they were button mushrooms bought from a supermarket and dried mushrooms bought from a Chinese grocer's. But... She and her two children who were at the lunch were unharmed. Mm -mm. So the plot has thickened. And the Homicide Squad inspector in charge of this, Dean Thomas, has stressed the complexity of the case and is also well aware that the world, including us, are talking about this. So they need to get to the bottom of it. I don't know about you, but uh, I mean, if somebody just made something with mushrooms, fine. But if they said they had foraged them, Mm. I think I'm not eating that at that point. Mm, No, thank you. And... There have been some great band rivalries throughout the ages. Blur versus Oasis. The Smiths versus The Cure. And now, The Beatles versus The Stones. There's a new song battle like it's 1963. 
Yeah, when uh, the Rolling Stones first rolled in about a year after the Beatles, well, first rolled in with their first hits, I should say. So 1963, here we are then, 60 years later. The Beatles' last ever song, they tell us, Now and Then. You may have heard it. It was out only yesterday. Um, this was recorded by John Lennon before his death, handed to Paul McCartney after his death. 43 years later, Sir Paul and Sir Ringo have completed the track, helped by a bit of AI technology. The verdict... It's kind of okay, a little bit eerie, wistful, uh, but not as George Harrison said when he was still alive, rubbish, <laughs> which is, I mean, that was then, this is now. Then versus the Rolling Stones, who've become the first act to reach the top 10 in the United States with new albums in every decade since the 1960s. They got this new album, Hackney Diamonds is only just out, it's gone straight into number three in America's Billboard chart, their 38th album. The Beatles only had 12, mm. I think. So the Stones have clocked them up, 38. And they've also hit the billion stream mark for downloads of the Rolling Stones. But old rockers never die. They just fade to black, as they say. It's been out for 15 hours. It already has amassed 4.1 million views on YouTube. We'll play the new Gosh. Beatles track now and then when we have a gap. Adam Gilchrist, enjoy your weekend. Chat to you on Monday. Have a good one. Thanks, Lester. Enjoy your parade.